Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Runways and Byways Travel Podcast. My name is Julia, and I'm your host. And I'm Katie, and I am your other host. So today we're going to be talking about bachelorette parties, specifically in Nashville. I recently had my bachelorette party in Nashville, so we're going to be discussing all the events, our itinerary, the do's and don'ts. But Katie, do you have anything to say about that? No, I'm super excited and I can't wait to jump into it. So I think before we start, let's do the country trivia question. Perfect. Okay. So as we discussed last time, I was going to make this one of equal difficulty to what you gave me last time. So I personally think it's of equal difficulty. I'm not sure if you're going to feel the same way because I actually knew the answer to this one before looking it up. That puts a lot of pressure on me, but okay. So either I'm really smart or it's easy. I feel like you're good at these things. I might be. I mean, it's not something, <laughs> I don't think it's something that everyone knows, but I happen to know it. Okay. And I, I think some of our listeners might know it. Ooh. All right, but, let's see. Okay, so the question is, fireworks were invented in this country. You know, every part of me wants to say America, but I know that's not the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like last time because like every part of me wanted to say Colombia, and I knew mm-hmm. it wasn't the right answer, but I still said it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not telling you. So, okay, so I, I'll have the whole episode to marinate on it. Yes, you will. Okay. Okay. So, are we ready to get into it? I'm ready. Um, I think it would actually be really fun to kind of start the episode about how and why we chose Nashville. Well, I guess you chose Nashville because it was your bachelorette party. Yeah, sure. That's actually a good idea. I didn't even think to discuss that. So, yeah. the reason we chose it, I sent at a survey to all my bridesmaids and I kind of asked them if they would want to go away to begin with, because I knew I wanted to, especially as someone who loves to travel, I knew that was what I wanted, but you kind of have to be respectful to your bridal party. If nobody wants to go away, then don't go away. But so I, I sent out a survey. I asked that among other questions that I just needed to know from the bridal party. And I asked if you wanted to go somewhere, where would you want to go? So I got some feedback from people. A lot of people said, New Orleans and uh, where else? Uh, Las Vegas. Mm. So, and then Nashville was also a choice. So we kind of decided on that because it was the closest to everyone. Everyone was coming from New York except for me. So it was just easier for everyone to get there. Katie, do you have any commentary on that? No, I mean, I remember taking the survey and for me, I feel like Nashville was just the top obvious choice just for me personally, because I've seen like Instagram posts about it and just, you know, word of mouth, people always talking about Nashville and it's just a place on my bucket list. And I just think it's the ideal spot for a bachelorette party. I mean, at the time I thought that was like the absolute number one ideal spot. So yeah, that's kind of was my perspective on that. I think it is the most popular bachelorette party spot in at least the United States. I, I don't want to say the world because there's so many countries in the world, but I do think it's the most popular in the United States. Yeah, I, think- I mean, I would say so, and we'll get into it, but even when we were there, there's like so many bachelorette parties. So many. Yeah, I think Nashville is number one, and I think Scottsdale is number two. I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on that, you could look it up, but Scottsdale, What's Scottsdale? Arizona. Really? I yeah. thought that was more of just like a chill place. I don't, I've never been, so I can't really say either way, but I know of a lot of people that go, I know of like four people off the top of my head that have gone there recently for bachelorette parties. And when I was looking up where to have my bachelorette party, that was in like the top like two or three. Wow. Yeah. 
And I would have loved to do that, actually, because I've always wanted to go to Arizona, but it would have been so con- inconvenient for everybody. Yeah, it would have been hard to to go all the way over there. Yeah, part of the whole planning thing was we needed to find a weekend where everyone was off also, because we only have the weekend, really. I don't want to make people take off from work and school for too long. So I planned it out and I was like, okay, this is a weekend that seems like everyone's free. So my sister actually wound up planning this whole bachelorette party, which it's kind of interesting talking about because normally when we talk about trips here, it's trips that Katie or I had planned, but Mm. this one was not planned by me. So it's a little different talking about it. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting. Like we could even talk about what we would have done differently or what you specifically would have done differently if there was anything. Yeah, like if I had planned it myself. And I I have discussed that with myself in my head, actually, like things I would have done differently if I had planned it. Yeah, I, She did a really nice job and we're going to discuss all the details. But yeah, if I had planned it for myself, there's things that I would have done differently. I'm sure there's things you would have done differently if it was your bachelorette party. So we could get into all that when we get into the day by day. Yeah, definitely. So do you want to talk about the day by day now or was there anything else about planning wise that you wanted to discuss? No, I'm ready to jump right into it. Um, I know that you have a crazy story for the first flight going into Nashville. Yeah, I had a rough flight going there. You know, I don't have TSA pre-check, which is kind of surprising considering how much I travel. I'm on a flight almost every single month and I don't have Mm. TSA pre-check. So that was part of my problem because my fiance drove me there and he has TSA pre-check and I think he just kind of assumes that everyone has it and so he dropped me off a little late and the line was so crazy for security and I've never seen the line so long in my life I had no idea what happened that day and I was hysterical crying on the line I was like I'm gonna miss my bachelorette party and I don't know by God's good grace I made it wow I made that flight and that was the first flight. There was two flights. So I had a layover in New York. I was coming from Florida, a layover in New York. And that's where I met up with all my bridesmaids at the airport. And then we all took that next flight to uh, Nashville. So we met up there and I just had a sneaking suspicion that my bag was going to have issues. <laughs> so I went up to the desk and I was just wondering like if they could locate my bag because then I checked my emails and I saw that it was on carousel too. And I was like, why is my bag on carousel too? It's supposed to be on my next plane. And the guy was making all these calls. He looked all concerned. And then all of a sudden he's like, yep, it's on your plane. I was like, what? And then I was like, can you look at the ticket? And he was like, nope, it's on your plane. (laughs) So I was like, but it's on carousel too. He's like, nope, on the plane. So (laughs) I, I started talking to like Katie and my other bridesmaids because I was so nervous because I didn't believe him because he didn't know what he was talking about. I mean, I guess he did, but he didn't. Anyways, so (laughs) we go to the reception, uh, not reception, but like the help desk, I guess you can say. And we find someone else to help us with that. And she, I asked her if my bag will be on my flight. Like, can you please look it up? And she said, no, I'm not going to look it up. I'm showing her the thing. I'm like, please look it up. And she's like, nope, it'll be there. So I was like, (laughs) what do you mean? (laughs) So Katie was there. She could attest to that. Yeah, it was very dramatic. Yeah. So we get on the plane. Everyone gets an email saying their bag is on the plane except for me. So then I'm crying the whole flight because all my clothes were in there. I was just in a sweaty purple t-shirt and I was like, I can't wear this my whole bachelorette party. (laughs) Like the ugliest t-shirt I have too. I was just wearing it because it was just easy. But you know what? I always travel in the same shirt. 
and that's not my travel shirt. And I think it was bad luck. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. I've been, I've been thinking about that recently. So that's probably the reason. Yeah. I think it was bad juju. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we land in Nashville and we go to the help desk because where's my bag? And they're saying that it's in New York still. They're looking it up and they're like, yeah, it's in New York. Mm. And I'm crying because that's what I do if you haven't caught on to that yet. And <laughs> <laughs> they're they're saying, oh, we can get it here the next day. And that was like basically the end of the trip. That was like, it was only a three-day trip. So I was like, I was like, forget it. And then all of a sudden, I don't know who he was. God. Yeah. <laughs> literally God's messenger came walking by. We were just about to leave the airport. We were walking out all sad. And he comes walking by and he says, are you looking for a missing bag? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, come with me. It was so weird. So I followed him. Wait, didn't he and- say like, are you Julia Federline? I don't remember. Did he? I feel like he did. And then you were like, yeah, I feel like that's How did exactly he what find happened. Me? But that's the thing. Yeah. And he's like, oh, like we've been talking about you or something. Like he like knew. He Because I, w- I never spoke to him. It was so weird. How did so he know weird. who I was? How did he I know, know I was the girl with the missing bag? Right? Really weird. So weird. Yeah. He had to be somewhat the Holy. second coming. <laughs> but he brought me to my bag and he was like, Is this your bag? I was like, Yes. And so we were so happy we got my bag. So that was our flight experience. It was a little chaotic. And it was so bad too, because we were so sure that you weren't going to get your bag that we actually started making plans for like you and I to go to Target and then yeah. everybody else was going to go back to the place. And I was like, it's okay. Like, we'll find you some nice bachelorette clothes in Target. <laughs> I know. I was so sad. I was a little excited for the free money, but mostly sad because I got these yeah. cute cowgirl boots in Texas and they're white. So they were perfect and they matched all my outfits and I planned out like every second outfit wise. So I was just so bummed out when all this happened, but I'm so glad we got my bag. At least I look cute the whole trip. Yeah. That's all that matters. So that's how the trip started. Yeah, so it was a little bit of a rough start. But one thing I actually took away from this situation is, and this could be helpful to, I think, everyone here, is putting an air tag inside your bag. So that way you can track your bag and you always know exactly where your bag is. So if they ever give me trouble and say my bag's in New York, I'll say, nope, it's right here. Yes, but I also feel like if you didn't have that, then you probably wouldn't have even have stress because you would never have known it was like on carousel too. You would have been like, oh, everyone's telling me that it's in Nashville. It's probably in Nashville. Yeah, that's true. But it was going to be there anyway, you know, because it did show up there. They just forgot to scan it. So I could have tracked it the whole way through if I had the air tag. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So... That's kind of, I think that's a helpful tip that I've kind of picked up on because every time I'm nervous about my bag, I always track where it is now. And I haven't had an incident like that since, but it it kind of eases my anxiety. Yeah. So that was the flight. Yeah. (laughs) Rough start. So (laughs) then we arrived at the Airbnb and my sister had both the Airbnb. She asked me for a bunch of she sent me a list of all the options that she found. I didn't do any of the research for it. She found a bunch and that our party would fit into. So how many people were we? Were we six? Yeah. Yeah. 
So she was looking up Airbnbs that six people would fit into. And she found a really cute one, I think. Yeah, it was super cute. I felt like it was just like a very nice home. I didn't feel like it was, you know, too much or it, it was just very, very nice. Yeah, it was it was very homey. Um, yeah. Interesting decor choices. Um, you could tell it was like older people. Yeah. Who owned it because they had like the needle points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very like antique kind of stuff going on. Um, But it was cute. It was really cute. I'm, I'm glad we stayed there. It just kind of set the vibe, I guess. It was very country. Yeah. And it's it's nice to do an Airbnb as opposed to hotels that you're all in one area. And it's just like you feel closer to the people that you're with. Yeah, I agree. Hotel Euro is like running back and forth between rooms and trying to figure out where everyone yeah. is. And oh, let's meet up at this time. But with the Airbnb, it was nice because we could all hang out together the whole time. And it was more like a quote unquote party, I guess you can say. Exactly. Yeah. Like we yeah. all felt kind of at home, like a home away from home. Yeah. It brought everyone together. Yeah. So the Airbnb was really nice. It was. Yeah. I have no complaints about that. So yeah. after we got there, my sister and my sister was my maid of honor. And so she had planned all the decorations and everything. And her and my bridesmaids, including Katie, all set up the whole house while I was just getting ready for dinner. And they did such a nice job setting it up. They had a whole table of all like the little uh, gifts, I guess you could say. I'm not really sure. It was like a hats for everyone and tattoos with my fiance's face on them. We had drinks and what else did we have? Like mints. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really nice. Allie, uh, the maid of honor, Julia's sister, um, she really went above and beyond. She was very detail oriented. Like everything was personalized. We had shirts. We had hats. Like oh yeah, the shirts. Yeah, I still those. have it. It said like bride tribe or like yeah, mine says wife party. Of the party. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like ours were like the party. Yeah, it was just really cute and sweet. And like she really went above and beyond. And honestly, I feel like we should interview her one day to because I think she's such a great um planner. Yeah, she is a very good planner. She's very type A, my sister. Yeah, the most type A person on the planet. So she's actually works for a party planner. Yeah, she was actually thinking of getting into wedding planning because she's just so type A. I think she would be really successful because she planned the bachelorette party and she also planned Julia's bridal shower, which was also so beautiful and like detail oriented. Yeah. So yeah, so she she's also a 10 out of 10 with that. Yeah, I think the planning thing runs in the family. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. Yeah, it definitely does. And she did such a cute thing. It was you, she got everyone lipstick and you all mm. kissed this picture frame, I guess. It's hard yes. to describe, but it was like the, like the border that goes inside the picture frame. Everyone kissed it and signed their name. And we had a picture inside with, with me and all my bridesmaids. And I think it said kisses to the missus or some, yes. something like that. Yeah. And yeah. it was just so cute. Such a nice detail. And I have it up in my house now. It's adorable. Yeah, that's really cute. It's just very like thoughtful. Like we really have to ask her how she even started planning all of this. She said it took months. So yeah, I am curious the planning process because I had a little involvement be- mostly because I was harassing her about it because I just can't take surprises. I'm because I'm yeah. a planner too. So <laughs> that's the only reason I had some involvement, but it was really all her and I'd like to get her perspective on the planning process of a bachelorette party 
Yeah, for sure. Because, yeah, I really wouldn't know where to start. That's not my expertise. I mean, I could tell you how it went, but I can't really tell you how it was planned. No, yeah, I'm, like, not overly detail-oriented. Like, I'll try to do the best job I can, but I'm not going to pay attention to every single detail, and I feel like she's like that. Well, then it's a good thing you weren't my maid of honor. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like it's, like, weird. Like, if I was your maid of honor, we would have probably done more, like, activity activities you know what I'm saying like I would have planned more about that yeah but it's just like the little things like you would not have gotten a picture frame with kisses okay do you know I what mean, I'm saying I did but like, like you could yeah. have gotten like a crazy like some sort of excursion somewhere do you know what I'm saying like that would be like the difference are you trying to like guilt me for not picking you no <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to bring out my strengths because I feel <laughs> that's fair uh, so Katie might not offer. be that bad <laughs> It's all just different, but all <laughs> great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you would have done a fine job. I would have done okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was amazing. That was just like a really cute way to start off the trip. And then from there, we went to a restaurant in what is it, Main Street? Is that what it's called? No. So the main street that they have there with all the bars is called Broadway. And I think it was off of Broadway, but it wasn't on Broadway. It was off one of the side streets. Right. So maybe it was on Main Street. Who knows? It was only like a 10 minute walk to the bars after that. Yeah, it was very close. And it's a very popular spot. But unfortunately, we will not be telling you the name of it for legal reasons. Yeah. Because of what happens next. It's a very Instagrammy spot. And if you look it up, I'm sure you could find it. But yeah, um, we... Two girls in my bridal party wound up getting food poisoning there. So just to avoid drama with the place, we're not going to say the name, but it's very easy to look up. And it was great food, honestly. And I've spoken to so many people who have gone there and they were like 10 out of 10. I would go back to Nashville just for the food. Yeah. And I, I re- the drinks were awesome. We, mm. I got this lavender thing and it was just so good. Yeah. But it wasn't until after where everyone got sick and it was just... A fiasco so, yeah and I don't even know how we were trying to figure out how because I don't know like we all kind of had the same appetizers and they just had like a salad yeah or maybe it was the lettuce I think it was the lettuce you know yeah. lettuce is always having like E. coli crises that's true yeah yeah so maybe it was something like that but my food was absolutely delicious um yeah it was an amazing restaurant yeah mine was great and you know I've spoken to so many people who have been there and didn't have an issue so I'm not really sure where I stand on this because yeah. if I go, I'm part of a bride's Facebook page and a lot of people go there and talk about it and they're like, this is the best restaurant in the world. But we had a pretty negative experience with the food poisoning. So yeah. I liked it and I didn't, you know, for sure. I mean, I have a TikTok on it. So if you want to check out the TikToks from Nashville and the food, it's girl versus food two two two. Um, and you could check out the restaurant. I I don't really think I put the name in there, but it's just the food. Yeah, um, process you could just check of out the vibe. You yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was amazing. The restaurant, besides the food poisoning that came later. Yeah, I'm not gonna say don't go there because so many people have enjoyed it, but proceed with caution. That's all. I'm exactly. Gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that. Then we went back to the house and we decided to stay in this night and kind of have, because not really everyone knew each other, really. I think 
you know some of my bridesmaids, some of my bridesmaids know each other, but nobody really knew each other collectively as a group. I have a lot of friends from different walks of life, I guess you can say. They're not all, I don't really have a big group of friends. So yeah, everyone came from all different places and experiences that I've had. So it was just nice to stay in and everyone just get to know each other. So we had a little quote unquote party amongst ourselves. It was just us. And we played a lot of drinking games. Uh, bride trivia games, like seeing who knows the most about me. I think Which you I won. Yeah, you won. I, yeah, I was about to say I won that. with flying colors. <laughs> I think you won by one point, Katie. No, no, no. I won. Okay, so basically Jenny, Jenny wasn't feeling well. So she was upstairs during the trivia. Yeah. But with everybody who was there, which was like four or five other people, I was leads ahead. But then when Jenny played, <laughs> she played by herself. And then it was one off. Okay. That's fair. That was what happened. Yeah. And she's actually known me for longer than you. So good job. You know what it is? I listen. (laughs) She's going to listen to this and. (laughs) No, I'm not saying. No, I'm saying that's why I I win trivia. Okay. On people. Like, it's not even just you. Like, whenever any of my friends has like a birthday party or any kind of event, I usually win. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, trivia is stories. Trivia is your thing. Trivia is my thing. I get very passionate. You do. Like, you go out to trivia all the time, right? I mean, I used to go to trivia every week, but now it's only when somebody has some sort of event. (laughs) Remember when we were going to film the podcast and then you were like, oh, but I was going to go to solo trivia tonight. Yeah, well, it's not really solo trivia. It's trivia, (laughs) but I would have just gone by myself. That is a bucket list of mine because the thing is when you play with other people, they all have their opinions. And sometimes you're like, oh, I think it's this, but I don't want to say it because I don't want to get it wrong for the group. But when you go by yourself, you could just say it. Yeah. doesn't matter. Or like, you know, you're right, but nobody's listening to you. Exactly. And then then they get it wrong. And you're like, what did I say? But like, especially too, when you don't even know anybody that well, like you don't want to be like, told you so so I'm just like oh right. man <laughs> but in my head I'm cursing them out right never playing with you again <laughs> yeah so um anyway in short I won the trivia <laughs> what other but games it was, did we play it was so much fun um so yeah we did the trivia obviously and then we did uh ooh. oh we did the Mad Libs the the bride Mad Libs where we oh yeah that was okay that was funny yeah and everyone made them all dirty and everything it was funny to read them and yeah nobody put their names on them so I was guessing whose was some handwriting and stuff yeah I think it was I think it was vows so it was Mad Libs of vows with all the blanks and then it was like I was reading my vows but they were all like messed up and I feel yeah. like I'm really glad that we did this on the first night. Cause like you said, we didn't really know each other very well. And Nashville, it could be so easy for the first night to plan some sort of club experience or whatever. But I don't know. I just feel like for the first night, it's just nice to stay in. You had your flight in the morning. Um, just really get to know each other, chill, relax. I just think that's just the perfect first night of a yeah, bachelor party. Exactly. Save all the fun for when you have more energy. Yeah. Cause we were definitely very tired. We were. Yeah, And yeah, it was just nice for everyone to get to know each other in a more intimate setting rather than in the bar, just like screaming to each other and then not remembering it, any of it the next day and learning yeah. how to talk to each other again, all over again. So I think it was a good thing that we did that the first night. Yeah. And we started the next day off somewhat early. So like we said, like, it's kind of good. We were all pretty much in bed by like 
11, maybe midnight the latest. But if we would have went out, it would have been like, you know, two, three in the morning, potentially. Yeah, you know, we still had a good time. We ordered drinks in. We were drinking and playing yeah. the trivia as a drinking game. So I we also played another game. It was with cards, I think. We played this one as a drinking game. I, I think it was it was almost like ne- Never Have I Ever, but it wasn't that. It mm. was like, oh, like take a drink if you've done this. And like the card would say something. So it was just I a nice- I remember that, yeah. Yeah, that was a way to get to know each other. It was fun. We got to hear everyone's funny stories. Yeah. And it was like crazy stories because, you know, bachelorette themed. It's like it could be very raunchy, but I feel like that's kind of like a fun, silly way to get to know people instead of just making small talk, you know? Yeah, I think everyone really got a lot closer after that. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, 10 out of 10 for that first day. Yeah, minus the sickness, but it it was still fun. We had a great time. Yeah, I wasn't sick. (laughs) we were fine I mean I feel so but okay the first night only one girl got sick but then we're gonna get into it day two another one dropped in the morning yes so she was fine the night before but the night after she I mean the day after like in the morning she started throwing up and we were like no so then both of them were sick I know because we were like we were like what if it's gonna yeah what if it's gonna slowly intake us all but luckily that didn't happen yeah Wait, do you remember? Okay, so we're going to get into it. We went to brunch in the morning, but every time somebody would go to the bathroom, we were like, what are you doing? How long do you think you're going to be? Like, we were so hardcore about it. Yeah, we were like, scale of one to 100, how much do you feel like you're going to throw up? (laughs) Yeah, because we were just so scared that like, if somebody was going to go to the bathroom, that that was it. They were gone for the day. Yeah, so I was always like, number one or number two or number three, vomit. (laughs) oh my gosh so funny but um (laughs) yeah so do you want to talk about the brunch in the morning yeah so we went to this place called Ernest and the place itself was cute where it was was a little strange it was in Mm. I I guess like the warehouse district I want to say um it felt like a warehouse district it did and the (laughs) the brunch place was in almost like an office building yeah we were so confused where it was yeah, it was very strange. And the reason we chose this place was because I had wanted a place with bottomless mimosas, which none of us wound up having because we were all so paranoid about getting sick. But yeah. This was one of the places that had bottomless mimosas. So my sister picked it for that reason. And there's some other great options out there. I know this place called Cinema. It's spelled with an S. So it's S-I-N-E-M-A. That place is really, really popular for brunch, although it is on the pricier side. But I know mm. a lot of people go there. But if you're looking for something more reasonably priced, Ernest was very good. Nobody got sick. So, yeah. and it was a cute vibe. We were like the only ones there. I think it opened as soon as we got there. I think we got there at like 10. Yeah. Yeah, we were, it did. The, yeah. Yeah. We were the first people in there. But once it it did pick up and there was more people there and there were people celebrating things as well. So it was a cute vibe. I would recommend that place. Yeah, definitely. I think I just had like pancakes and bacon and it was solid. So. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, my my just one complaint was it weird area. It was just Yeah, I little... mean, well, I will say down the block was a really good cafe. Oh, yes. I don't remember the name of the cafe, but it was right down the block. Maybe it like... was really good. I think it was I don't want to say it's something with American. Americana, I don't know. Mm. Maybe. We have to look it up, but um, it was really good. Yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, we went there right after because we had a little extra time. So we just stopped in and got a coffee and just relaxed. I think some people got tea as well. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, we just sat there and talked. It was cute. I don't think I got anything actually. So I can't really speak on how good everything was, but you got coffee, right? Yeah, it was delicious. I mean, honestly, I feel like Southern cafes, they just hit different. They just really put love into their coffee. I don't know. Like even when we, and we'll get into this when we do New Orleans, but I feel like all the cafes there were just like. Everything about New Orleans was brilliant. Yeah. But (laughs) we'll we'll get into that. It was phenomenal, but I've never been to a bad cafe when I've been in the South. North Carolina. Oh my gosh. I think they just put, they take their time. I think that's what it is. They do. Because in New York, they just slap things together, you know? Because even when I'm in Florida, it's. The cafes there are just incredible. Yeah, they're so slow, but so good. You need to be slow when it comes to coffee, you know? Yeah, they put love into it. Yeah. Yeah, New York has no heart at those things. <laughs> <laughs> and they all claim to have the best coffee in the world. Oh, no. They don't. I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> they don't. No. On every window, it says best cup of coffee like an elf. They were making fun of that because that's just how New York is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Every single place. But, you know, in the South, they don't even say it. They're just like, come on in. Just yeah. enjoy. Like, they don't need to brag. And they actually have the best cup of coffee. But and you they know actually what? do. Actually, there is one place in New York that does have the best cup of coffee. And it's not in the city, though. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Lake oh, yeah. Cafe Vero. Oh, yeah. That is the best coffee in the world. Yeah. So it is But in they're New York. slow, though, Julia. They're slow because it's upstate. Yeah. So it's very similar energy. Yeah. They put in the love. Because it takes like 10 minutes to bring it to me, but I I, I would wait a lifetime. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I would go back there for the coffee. I'm kind of, I've kind of sworn myself off coffee, but I would go. Oh, wow. Get, I'd get coffee at Cafe Vero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Got a little off track there. But you know what? Some good <laughs> recommendations for some coffee. But yeah, if you're ever in those places, those are a lot of good recommendations. Or yes. I think we only gave one recommendation actually, but. But maybe you'll go out and get a latte now. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we just put you in the mood. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So after brunch, we actually did this really fun thing. And we did something similar for my friend's bachelorette party. Actually, she, she, we stayed home for her. She lives on Long Island. So we stayed on Long Island and we did this wood painting thing. We had to build it and then paint it. And it, it was super, super fun. It was really different. And that kind of got me into the whole like, painting thing during bachelorette parties like the sip and paint because that's so fun yeah so I told my sister about that and then she found it was actually through Airbnb it's called spin a record and it's kind of paint and sip but with a Nashville twist so you they actually gave you like a record like the kind of records that you play on like a record machine is that what they're called I don't know record player record player thank you (laughs) (laughs) Like those kind of records. And they had they had a decent selection. Nothing really popular. Um, not the greatest hits. No. But but they had a bunch of records there so that you could choose from. And what you would do is you'd pour paint on it. And I'm not very good at describing it. And you'd kind of move it around and it would make a really cool design, like all different colors of paint fused together. So yeah, yeah, and I was I was really nervous doing it because I'm not really the most artistic person, especially when it comes to paint. But they made it so easy and they were really there to guide you. And even me, somebody who's not really good with like arts and crafts and stuff, made a really pretty record. You didn't have to be good. That's the thing, because all you needed to do was pick colors that went together or even colors that didn't go together. And it would still just look really cool. And then, you, yeah. yeah, you just there was kind of an art to 
because you would put all the colors into a cup and you'd kind of stack the color paints on top of each other. So you'd pour them in a certain order based on, they did have an order they recommended. I think it was like dark to light or something, but there were mm. some rules and exceptions to that. I think the metallic ones had to go on top, something like that. Don't quote mm-hmm. me on that. But, and then you would pour the whole cup onto it and spin it around and get all the colors everywhere. Just fill the whole record with colors. And it was super fun because yeah, you don't need to be good at painting. Everyone's came out awesome I think from what I saw that day yeah and they actually ship it to you home so we didn't need to lug it around the whole day and I just got mine recently yeah and I was gonna say about that um something fun that we are thinking about doing is revealing our records to each other and getting together and having some sort of record reveal party Allie's been calling it yeah I can't yeah. wait for that yeah yeah because I haven't opened mine yet because she me told either. me to open it <laughs> yeah so I mean I say mine's pretty but actually I don't even know because I just have an idea that it's really pretty yeah it was really pretty when we made it I think yours was like blue right yeah because my favorite color is a uh, light blue so I did like a light blue aesthetic almost like a cloud um and it it looked really cute yours looked so pretty it's Thanks. funny because I actually don't remember what colors I chose at all yeah, I don't remember your colors. I have no recollection. <laughs> so this will be really fun when we have this thing. Yeah, I actually wound up making two because one of my bridesmaids is actually pregnant and she couldn't make it to my bachelorette party. So we had a spot for her, but since she couldn't make it, we they had the extra spot that we had paid for. So they, they were like, oh, do you want to just make another one? So I was like, sure. So I made another one, but with the wedding colors. So I'm having fall colors for my wedding. And so I did all the same colors that I'm having for my wedding, like the cinnamon and the maroon and browns. So I'm really curious about that one. I think we were actually thinking of putting it up at the wedding. Are you going to do that? Maybe if we have the record reveal party before the wedding. I mean, maybe even that one you don't have to reveal. Yeah, I don't know. If you're going to put in your wedding, because you don't want it to be after the wedding if you really want it up. The thing is, they only sent me one box, so both of them are in that box. LOL. Yeah. (laughs) So I have to open it. So you're going to really have to think about when you want this record reveal part. I know, yeah. (laughs) It's just so hard to get everyone together, you know? I mean, it's hard for you to get everyone together because you don't live in the same state as us. Yeah, it is. Well, I'll be back soon. Maybe we should get on that. Yeah, we really should because I want to see everybody's records. I know, me too. And yeah, maybe no one will get sick this time. And I feel like it would be nice to get everybody together at least once before the wedding. Yeah, just as another little second bachelorette party. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Get everyone talking again so nobody forgets each other. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But yeah, so that was super, super fun. I really recommend that. I'd say that was one of the most fun things we did. Yeah. And yeah, it's called Spin a Record. You could find them on Instagram. I I have issues finding them online for some reason, but we booked them through Airbnb. So if you book through Airbnb, they should come up. And I don't remember their names because that was weird. Um, Remember, I think all of us did not know their names at all. Yeah, well, it, it was funny because it was a guy and a girl and I think they were married but I don't know I don't know it was weird because they were both very nice like nothing nothing weird about their personalities whatsoever they were super nice but what was weird was that I think she called him Zach but then he introduced himself as Seth yes (laughs) so (laughs) I was like do they actually know each other (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, and then we were all just calling them different names, and we were really confused. I know, and we were, we were talking about them after, and we were like, yeah, Seth, and then they were like, who's Seth? <laughs> so funny. It was like a whole debate afterwards. Yeah, but, but they were really nice. We got an email from him, and it said Zach, so I don't know what his name is. Maybe his middle name is Seth. Maybe we all just misheard. But he said Seth. That's the thing. I don't know. I know, yeah. If you go to spin a record, please message us and let us know what his real name is. <laughs> I'm so curious. It's so funny. But um, but yeah, that was a really fun experience. And then after that, uh, did we go to Broadway right after that? Or did we just go back to the Airbnb? No, I think we went straight to Broadway. Okay. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure we went straight to Broadway. So, uh, but actually before we get to that, there was a recommendation that the people at Spin the Record gave us. Apparently down the road from Spin the Record, there's this really cool cafe or maybe it's a bar. It's a bar or cafe. It's some type of drinking establishment. And they, it was, it's a greenhouse theme. And she was describing it to us and it just sounded so cool. And I really did want to go there, but I, I wanted to get to Broadway so we'd have enough time mm. to enjoy that. But I don't remember what it was called, but if you're in the area and that sounds interesting to you, you should check that out. She was raving about it. Yeah. So now that I mentioned that, we can get into Broadway and what we did there and everything. Mm-hmm. So do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Um, So one thing I really like about Nashville is the party literally does not end and there is mm-hmm. no beginning. We went at about like, what, 1 or 2 p.m.? Yeah, I'd say so. so. I'm just, you know, afternoon. And the party was insane. Like the crowds on the streets, it is like shoulder to shoulder. Even in the afternoon, people are like on the streets drinking, like singing, dancing. Everyone is so happy. Mm -hmm. Well, half like drunk happy. Like Like, people are there to party. Yes. Like if you're not a drinker, then Nashville is not for you definitely mm-hmm. yeah because it, it's like even if you are a drinker like you need to like be like a party drink. like if you're not there to like go wild then mm-hmm. it's not even worth it yeah that it really is a place where you have to go into it with the mindset that you're going to get trash yeah 2 p.m does not matter it's crazy like I saw like middle-aged women just like losing their minds and I was just yeah. like I want that to be me <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I had such a good time even at 2 p.m just in the crowd um and we went into this bar because I was like a little hungry I wanted a little appetizer so we went to the bar and there was somebody singing and she was so good they have like live performers even at 2 p.m and people are singing and dancing and drinking in the bars at that time yeah so the live performers. Really yeah they go all day I think the live performers and oh was, yeah like every place you went there was live music everywhere and to clarify what we were doing there in the first place we didn't really go to drink at this time we were just kind of seeing the vibe shopping around going to get a quick bite like Katie said so it's just kind of chill exploring yeah and we went into a couple of souvenir shops there's a ton of those if you're looking for Nashville souvenirs some people got like cowgirl hats and boots and t-shirts and all different types of Nashville I got a Johnny Cash mug. Oh, you did? I didn't know that. Well, (laughs) it was the next day, which I'll get into because I had an amazing day after you guys (laughs) left, but I'll get into that. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say solo trip. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, but um, yeah, but that was really fun. So then after Broadway, I mean, is there anything else you want to mention about Broadway before we move on? No, you know, I don't remember the name of the place that we went to for, what was it, lunch? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it was kind of lunch. It but... was like an appetizer vibe. Yeah, it was nice, though. Um, It started with an L. It was like a famous country singer. It was named after mm-hmm. him. Was it? Was it Luke Brown? Luke, Luke Brown, it might be. Or I'm sure if you look it up, it'll come up like immediately. Yeah. But maybe I'll look it up. I'm just so lazy. Luke Luke Bryan. Yes, it, Luke Bryan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it's called Luke's 32 Bridge. That's the name of the place. And so it's like a Luke Bryan theme bar. But they had food there. It was a couple floors that they had. And I think we might have actually gone there when we went out drinking that night as well. But it's just such a different vibe that I wouldn't even yeah. have recognized it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Everything changes at night. We didn't recognize anything when we went back out. Yeah. But yeah, that was a really fun place for lunch and live music. That was really great. Yeah. So after that, what did we do? We went we... back to the Airbnb and just got ready for like an hour. Yeah, we got ready. And then we went straight back out to Broadway. And this is where we actually went drinking. So yeah. this is kind of what everyone is looking to do when they go this is the big hype of nashville and it gets so crazy at night everyone is just in the best mood because everyone's drunk and it gets really crowded and crazy so if you're not into crowds maybe this isn't for you yeah for sure but i think it was a great time because it's just the vibe the music everywhere everyone's so happy just really picks you up Mm -hmm. do you have anything to say about the drinking experience um it was interesting it's it's like almost like you know disney how it's this artificially created place for people you know yeah that's how i felt about nashville it was like if you like country music this is the it's it's country music come alive like animated so it was just so interesting and we would go to a bar and they would have like three to five levels and each level would have a different country singer and just a different crowd so Mm -hmm. it's just absolutely wild insane I think it's just a place that you just need to check out definitely yeah so the place Katie was referring to specifically I a lot of them do have multiple floors with multiple singers but the most famous one that's like that is called Kid Rock Mm. and I'd say that's probably the most popular one there it's also the most difficult one to get into if you're trying to get into it with a fake ID so be warned (laughs) but it is really uh, I enjoy that place I actually went there for dinner with my family before in the past I've been to Nashville I think three times and I've gone there with my parents and we had dinner there and it was a bit loud but (laughs) (laughs) but I, I really do enjoy that place because it's just every floor you go to it's a different experience yeah. And there's a lot of places like that. Um, some other great places to go in Nashville are Jason Aldean's. That one's very popular. And Old Red is really popular. Mm. I know that one has a rooftop. They say it's the best rooftop in Nashville. I'm not sure. It is because I went to the rooftop the next day. Wait, you did? <laughs> I went to Old Red and I had lunch, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't even really tell nice. me that. I mean, I don't know. There wasn't really much to say. I don't know. I just didn't know there were secrets in our friendship. That's all. Well, I mean, I think I was texting you that day. I'll get into it when we do day three. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, it was just really nice. It was just like a fun, crazy time. And like we said, there were so many bachelorette parties out. I think 
every group there was either like a bachelor bachelorette party or like a birthday party yeah I don't think there was anyone there that wasn't celebrating something exactly so in a way you almost don't feel special but (laughs) I think it's still really a fun place to go that's true actually I feel like you feel special if you were just by yourself nothing going on everyone's like what who is this yeah because you know what my fiance was saying he went to Atlantic City for his bachelor party and everyone was acknowledging him there because there wasn't Mm. a lot of parties there and there are I think more bachelorette parties that go there than bachelor parties but he was saying he was like the only bachelor party there so everyone was like going crazy over him as yeah. opposed to Nashville, it was like a totally different experience with that. That's really funny. Yeah. So if you kind of want more attention for it being your bachelorette party, that's something to consider. <laughs> See, I wish I knew that because you know I love attention. That's so funny. I mean, people were still commenting because you had a sparkly white dress, but everyone was like, oh, happy birthday. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, wait. <laughs> but then yeah, never was said really congratulations. Weird. It was really weird. Yeah, I don't it know. was kind of weird. But people were also wasted. So yeah, that's true. They didn't get it can't yeah hold what they say to too much I mean I kind of get it though because I wasn't the most bride looking bride there like some people had like the fake veils and everything Mm. I mean I just had a sparkly white dress so but you also had like bride in a um I forgot what they're called oh like the sash yeah Yeah, it did it did say bride to be so I guess people were just too drunk to read I I don't know (laughs) yeah but I mean overall I do think going out on Broadway is such a fun time drinking and when I went to Nashville with my parents I've been to Nashville twice with my parents and then once with my friends with for my bachelorette party and I think it's a very different experience going with family versus friends and I'm really glad I finally got to experience this side of Nashville because I also have experience with like the more cultural side of Nashville which I saw a lot with my parents but this side of Nashville was more of the party side and this was really fun to see yeah, and definitely. I, I'm I'm really curious too about your experience with your family. Yeah, we could do a podcast on that. Not now. Yeah, because I an we'll interview. Talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually think that Nashville is one of the best places to go for Christmas. And we could talk about this in another podcast as well. Like places we go for Christmas. I think that's a good thing to discuss. Yeah. Or we could just like do like a Nashville part two at some point because I think there is, or even Tennessee because you went to Dollywood. I've never been to Dollywood. Oh yeah, Pigeon Forge and that whole area is never so been. much fun. I want I to love, go so bad. I'd say I like that area better than Nashville. Wow. So, okay, so we'll definitely have to talk about that at some point. Yeah, yeah. We stayed in a log cabin there. I could talk about all that because oh, it's a completely so yeah, completely different experience. So I'd wow. love to have a podcast about that actually. Definitely. This is painting a very different picture of Tennessee than that trip was. Yeah. Yeah. This is, like I said, I feel like it's such a manufactured part of Tennessee. And I feel like the part that you're talking about is actual like culture, like, you know. Even Nashville has a lot of cultural parts. We just didn't really touch upon them during our trip. Because we stayed on the same three blocks, which is like the Broadway. Exactly. I mean, I mean, in our defense, we did not have time. Oh, no. I mean, that's what you yeah. kind of have to do when you're going for a bachelorette party, you know, to experience what they made for you. Yeah. And I feel like it's hard to get people to want to do the cultural things because it's a little difficult to get people to drag them to the the Greek Pantheon Museum. I think that's what it's called. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. And that museum was really awesome. But to drag a bachelorette party there, it's a little difficult. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I don't think that would have been the vibe. 
yeah is it the pantheon or is it the parthenon hold on i, I don't want to like say yes it's, good... the, it's the pantheon okay, okay. <laughs> no it's the parthenon it's the... <laughs> it's the parthenon it's in centennial park in nashville and it's yeah it's a replica of the original parthenon in athens i'm reading this off of wikipedia right now um, and I actually went there with my family. It's really cool. It's a replica of the Parthenon and it's a museum. So I think that's really cool. But the thing, the point I'm trying to make is I couldn't drag <laughs> my bachelorette party to the Parthenon. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, it's a very different experience. So I I would want to go back to Tennessee and kind of show you a different side of it. Yeah, take me. Yeah, it's not the on the top of my list, but... <laughs> <laughs> one day I'm kind of over it to be quite honest but oh uh, no, we'd have so much fun yeah we would like if you're like Julia we have to go to Tennessee like we're doing this I, I would not put up a fight okay <laughs> so is there anything else you want to talk about with day two and going out or no you know I think we kind of covered that yeah it's really crowded yeah we said that so <laughs> I think that's the the summary okay yeah. so day three day three yeah I actually pretty much have nothing to say about day three because that's just we went home but Katie has a lot to say about day three I have apparently. a lot to say I had an amazing day three because Did okay you? so basically what happened was I flew spirit which I don't want to get into any legal trouble here on this podcast but spirit is not one of the top airlines so I was supposed to go home earlier, but then it changed my flight to be literally like 8 p.m. And everybody else's flight was earlier on in the day. So I initially was going to be like, oh, let me try to change my flight, get on their flight. I was like, you know what? I'm in Nashville. I'm going to work like the next day. Let me actually enjoy this day. So I ended up taking an Uber. Everybody took the Uber to the airport and I took it back to Broadway and I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do because, you know, I have this whole day here. But let me tell you, it was like 10 a.m. And it was still popping. Where did you go? Popping. Did so you go I went Broadway? to this. I went to Broadway and I can't tell you the exact place I went to. I think it was I don't want to say it was Miranda Lambert, but it might have been like the her bar, you know, mm-hmm. her themed bar. And I just had some mimosas and there was a game playing and this guy was performing and I built up en- enough courage to go up to him and ask him to play wagon wheel. Oh yeah. You sent me a video of him playing it. I was so happy. And I was just reading my book and then um, I just decided to like walk along Broadway and then I stopped, I think at old red and I got lunch and I sat like the roof for the outside area and it was so beautiful and I was just really loving life. And then that was pretty much it. I did some shopping and then I left later on and went to the airport. But it was just a really nice morning in Nashville. See, yeah, that's the part you didn't tell me about the rooftop. Um, I knew about I the first that part. crazy. Yeah, I just don't like liars or withholders of information. Well, maybe it wasn't the <laughs> same place. Do you remember the la- the very last place that we went to of the night? The night that we went out to drink? Yeah. Um, no, because we That's forgot to mention this small detail. I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I got very drunk. And I, someone <laughs> bought me tequila shots, which I don't do. I don't do tequila. That's my thing. But I was like, okay, if I pour it into my drink, I'll be fine because it'll mix with the vodka and <laughs> I won't taste it. Well, I, that was stupid, as you all probably 
put together and I threw up immediately. And I would, right after that, everything, like, I just have like very faint memories here and there. And I know we went to bars after that. I remember like kind of being at bars after that, but no. we didn't. Okay. So no, was- we were in the same bar, but we just went to the other side. We put oh, it, can I just really? this? Because this is so, yeah, we did not go anywhere else. So it I was, was so funny because probably. Yeah, cool. No, okay. Because, okay so we were sitting and then you take your tequila shot and you just look so out of it. And I was like, oh boy. And then all of a sudden you just go one second and then you just throw up on the ground. And I was like, okay, Julia, like it's time to go. We've had fun at this point. It's like 1230, 1am. And then you're like, oh, oh no, I got it out of my system. I'm good. And then you just continued to like drink. And I was like, <laughs> and throw up was literally on the floor. And I was like, I, I, I gotta, I gotta go. So <laughs> we were still there, but then we made it to the other side of the bar. Um, I think, cause I wanted to get away from the throw up, Oh my God! <laughs> but it was the same place, which was all red. And it was just, like I said, so funny. Cause I went there the next day for lunch and it's just different so that, vibes. That was all red. I believe that was all red. Oh, okay. Right. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. These, there's so many different names that I can't. Yeah, literally, if you just walk down the street, every single place you go into is a party. So they all just kind of fuse into your head. Yeah, for sure. But that was that was a really funny part. Yeah, that yeah, we forgot to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just have like an adverse reaction to tequila. I could do pretty much any other liquor, but tequila just does that to me. I don't know why. The second I even think yeah. about tequila, I'm throwing up. That's me with any kind of liquor. Really? Yeah, I can't do it. I throw up immediately. Yeah, no, it's just tequila for me. I don't know why. So strange. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you ever take me out for a good time, just please don't buy me tequila. If you oh, don't want to go home early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I guess we should also mention the things that we didn't do that I think would be really fun for others who want to go to Nashville. Yeah, because like we said before, there's so many bachelorette parties that go there. And while being there, I actually kind of got a glimpse of what the other ones do that we didn't get to do. And two things come to mind for me. It's the party buses and the bar bikes. So did you see them go by? Yes. You did. Yeah, they looked really fun, didn't they? I see. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. If I was saying I was going to plan a bachelorette party, like everyone's like Ali did absolutely amazing job. But I would definitely want to try at least one of those. They're not even an excursion, but, you know, one of those things. Like, I think a bike bar sounds so much fun. Yeah. The thing is, I looked into them and I didn't even tell my sister I looked into them because I saw the price tag and X'd out immediately. <gasps> they're they're very expensive. Uh, how much is it? it? I don't remember exact prices, but like expensive to the point where I... I was like, nope, this is not even, I can't even try to convince people to do this. I would pay probably like no more than 300. Really? Like for you personally, you would pay 300? I would pay like two. I mean, it depends what's offered. If it's like, you know, like maybe like two to three hours of like complimentary drinks and it's like a whole party experience, probably, yeah. I do actually think it was cheaper than that, but I think it was pretty expensive to the point where I didn't think most people would want to pay for it. So that's why I was just like, nope. I'm actually trying to see if I could find the pricing now. But let's see, private party packages. 
Um, okay, so it's if it's a weekend, this is the Honky Tonk Party Express, which is one of the most popular companies that they have there. So for a weekend tour, it's five hundred ninety-five, and that's for a private party rental Thursday through Sunday, and gra- gratuity is not included, and it says plus fees, so a little more than six hundred for the group. And then uh, if you're, I going- would do that. Yeah, I just didn't think I'd be able to convince people about that But I mean, if you have six of us, then we'd all just pay like a hundred something, which I think we paid similar to for the record. That's true, actually. Yeah. So it's just kind of like what your priority is. Well, this is the party bus. This is not the pedaling thing. But a bus is still an experience. Yeah. So the bus on a weekday actually is a little cheaper. It's a hundred dollars cheaper. So that would be Monday through Wednesday. So that's the um the Honky Tonk Party Express. That's one of the more popular companies for that. I think there might be some other ones. And then the bar bike is the one that you paddle, uh, not pad- pedal, I guess. So like it's, it's like a bike and you're yeah. drinking while it's a, it's very hard to explain. Maybe you're better at explaining it than I am, but it's it's a bar that you're you're basically sitting at a bar and then you're pedaling your feet and the whole thing is moving and you're going through the street. Do you think you could See, okay, not to like be that girl, but if I'm going to do something like that, I probably would want to go with men just because (laughs) I don't want to have to put in that much effort. Like I'm drinking, I'm trying to have a good time. I also don't want to be in charge of making the bus move. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's, it's a lot and you get so tired. I don't want to be tired. That's why it's like, if you go with a couple of strong men, it's like, okay, you can do most of the work and then I'll just kind of try, but like, it's not all on me. Yeah. And I saw like all the girls doing it. Like they looked like they were having so much fun, but they were so sweaty. Yeah. And I don't know. Like I And it's hot there. It was very hot. Yeah, we went in June, by the way, so it was pretty hot. And yeah. I just looked up the pricing for that actually. So there's two companies that are pretty popular for the bar bikes, and I'm sure there's other ones also, but there's Nashville Bar Bike and there's Pedal Tavern. So I'm looking at the pricing for Nashville Bar Bike right now. And individual seats, if it's not a private tour, is $30 a person. So I think each one holds 15 people, I want to say. Yes, each each bike holds 15 people. If you're wanting to get on a bike with other people and just grab an individual seat, it's $30. That is not bad at all. That's not bad at all. But if you want a private tour, you have to have 10 or more people. So that's... Honestly... I, if it were me, I would actually be down. Like, I'd just be okay. Everyone like $30. Let's just get the back. We could make new friends. Fine. Or we could just kind of stick to our corner. I would have been down for that too. Although it would have been, it's the, the thing is it's individual seats. So you don't know. I'm not sure that we would have been able to all get on the same one because the description here, it says hop on and cruise by yourself or with a couple of friends. We definitely had more than a couple of friends. I don't know. I feel like we would have found a way. You think so? Because I think, it, you know, you call these companies up ahead of time. You let them know. They'll let you know. Like, they're not going to just be like, oh, no, you can't be with your party of six. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, feel like that's not even that much. It's not. Yeah, because for the private tour, it says it starts at $350, but you need to have more than 10 people. That's not even bad. If Like, okay, uh, scenario. Mm-hmm. If I was going to combine a bachelor and bachelorette party... That is the ideal situation. Yeah. And me and my fiance were actually talking about that after we both came back. We were like, you know, we should have done a joint bachelor bachelorette party. 
That would have been so I, fun. That is kind of what I want to do if I ever do get married and like do all of these things. I would want a joint one because I think it's just double the fun. It could be like new friends that people are meeting. Maybe couples can like get together. I don't know. But I feel like that could be like a really cute idea. Yeah. You know, I didn't even think about it at the time. And then afterwards on that bride's Facebook page that I'm on, I saw people started posting about that. And then he actually brought it up to me saying that he saw that in Atlantic City. And I was just like, oh, shoot, we should have done that. Yeah, could have, should have, would have. Even though, you know, it's just so many people and it was hard to get a day just for us as the girls because that was literally the only weekend I could find where everyone was free. I But I feel like you also, like, by the time you got engaged and by the time you get married, it's it's very quick. Like, for me, if I was going to get engaged, it probably would, I would, I'm so slow that I would need like two to three years to plan. So yeah. I'm like, listen, are you going to be free this day, two years? Like, can you just make yourself free? Yeah, that's you true. Know? Yeah, because my engagement has, my engagement from start to finish will be a year and a half. Exactly. And I feel like that's a pretty, that's like on the shorter side of engagement. So you had to book everything very quickly. I think it's actually less than a year and a half. Yeah. So we booked pretty quickly because I got engaged August, 2021, and then I'm getting married this November, 2022. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm no mathematician, but I think that's less than a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, for people who like really want to go slow and all that stuff, um, when it comes to the booking to get that many people together, I think it's possible. It definitely is. And especially like you were saying before, like if you just call ahead of time, I mean, I think you really need to call ahead of time because when my sister was trying to make reservations for some of these restaurants, they were both months out. Yeah. I mean, even when we did Hawaii, which we'll get into Hawaii, you know, there are restaurants that we wanted to go to. They were like, oh, you should have called like five months ago. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Like all these popular destinations, you really need to be on top of your planning. For because sure. We didn't know that with Hawaii and same with here. We didn't know that you needed to call like we called in, I think, like February or March for June. And they were like, nope, we don't have that time on June 5th. And I was like, what? How do you not yeah. have that time on June 5th? It's like it's so far away I feel like that's a lesson too when in doubt just call like maybe you'll feel like you look stupid if they're kind of like um you shouldn't call to make a reservation this early like if it's like a year early you could literally just be like well when is the the quickest because I'm not trying to not be able to go to this place honestly who cares if you look stupid you're never gonna exactly. see that person again exactly ever so, so yeah definitely as soon as you know something just try to book it yeah, I say just get on top of those reservations as soon as you know where you're going. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Especially yeah. with a trip like this. That's so, so popular. And if you're trying to go to one of the popular restaurants, like the first restaurant we went to, very, very popular. My sister had so much trouble getting us that reservation. Mm, definitely. Was, yeah. was it worth it? I don't know because we got sick. Mm. But mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um. So let's get into the pricing of it okay so I can't speak too much about the pricing because I paid for things here and there I paid for all my food during the trip and I paid for some of my drinks and things here and there but I didn't I don't think I paid for the Airbnb so I can't talk about overall price but I know at the end I wound up paying about $300 for food and drinks mm yeah. Um. Honestly, what I have to say about it, it's just a very typical domestic, nice place price. Like you're not going to absolutely break the bank, 
but it's also like you kind of need some sort of job to be able to get there it's not you know the cheapest place in the world so I'd say you know if you have not even a thousand dollars to spend it's way less than a thousand dollars but you know to feel comfortable you should have some something in the bank uh you know to get you there but yeah. it's it's not luxury travel. No, it's, I mean, I'm sure you could do it luxury. I'm sure there's luxury hotels there. But I mean, if yeah. you stay in an Airbnb with a group and you all split the price, you could do it for relatively cheap. I'd say you're looking at about $800 if you're going to split the Airbnb, the transportation, the Ubers, the food, 800 maybe 1000 if you're really pushing it. Um, yeah, I mean, I also think it depends where you're coming from. Because my flight, personally, I think was about $300. Yeah. I'm not sure how much yours was. But probably around the same. Yeah. So, I mean, someone coming from California probably would be a very different story. That is true. So, I think it East Coast, we we both were... I, I feel like that was almost a halfway point for us, Tennessee. Definitely, yeah. So, coming from, like, different ends of the East Coast, we both paid about $300. But I'm sure, yeah, coming from different places, this could be a very expensive trip. Yeah, I guess that's it, true. Yeah. Expensive, but again, not luxurious. Like, it's not like you're going to Bali or Bora Bora, that kind of energy. But like I said, like, you, you should definitely be saving up if you're going to go here. Yeah, I, I would say so. If you want to have a good time, I mean, I think you could. Yeah. Because I was looking at $300 after going to pretty nice restaurants and getting a bunch of drinks. Like, if you're not looking to have that good of a time, you could do it for less than that. But I also feel like if you're if you're going and you're not really going to be doing all the activities, there's really no point. Exactly. I yeah, I agree. You know? Although I wasn't really trying to hold back either. Oh, me neither. I never yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. I feel like if I'm somewhere, I should do everything I want to do. Do it right or don't do it at all. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, we do keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so some pros of Nashville, like we said, we came from the East Coast, both of us. She was in Florida. I was in New York. It was the middle point. So it's just pretty convenient for people in two different locations, but on the same coastline. Yeah, it was very convenient for East Coast. I'd say anywhere you're coming from in the East Coast, because it's just a short flight, even if you're coming from, I don't know, like Maine. I mean, it's that's a little farther, obviously, but it's still not that bad of a flight. Yeah. So. If you're living on the East Coast and want to go somewhere, I'd say that's probably one of your best options. I mean, I know my fiance had a great time in Atlantic City, but if you're looking for a really big party place, I would say Nashville is it if you're in that area. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, there's so much stuff to do. There's good nightlife, there's art and culture, museums and music everywhere. So there's so much stuff to do. You'd never be bored in Nashville. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you want to talk about some cons? Yeah, as for cons, and this was sort of our own fault, but I do feel like the trip was a little too short, but we did have some restrictions on it because people needed to get back to work and school. So it would have been kind of wrong to extend it, but. I will feel? say though, Julia, because, okay, so we got there on, we left on a Friday. We had that night and Friday, all day Saturday. We left on the Sunday, but when I left, I feel like it was such a good time length for me. So I would suggest that maybe your party when you're leaving to have like maybe nighttime flights. That's what I wanted originally. Uh, and actually my sister wound up booking the flight and then she was just like, get on this flight. And so I was like, uh, okay. So I didn't really have much of a say in it. 
Mm. And I don't want to blame her. Like it's, we had a great time. Like I'm not trying to blame her. She threw a great party, but that is something I would have done differently. If I was planning this trip, I would have made my flight at night or even the next morning, just so I could have had that next full day. Exactly. Because I think even with you guys, it would have been so much fun because I had those mimosas in the morning, which we didn't get to have the day before. Mm -hmm. And it was just a really nice lunch in Broadway, which we didn't have. We just had like that appetizer at a bar. So I think, you know, we got to do certain things that, you know, the party didn't get to do. And it was just a really chill, nice day for me. And I just think it would have been really fun to have that last chill day to actually like talk and relax before the flight as a bridal party. Yeah. And everyone actually stopped being sick on that last day. So that would have been so nice to just have one chill day where nobody yeah. was. Driving. Yeah. Cause it really wouldn't have made a difference. Like, you know, you guys did the flight at three o'clock. I did it at eight o'clock. Um, you know, I had so much fun during the day and it wouldn't have made a difference to get home. I still had to work, but like, I'm still home at that night, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, you might be a little more tired, but yeah, in the long run, it's the same. You're home. Yeah. Yeah, I actually think wish. I might have had off the next day. So for me, it really didn't make a difference. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. We should have just stayed later, the two of us then. You know, yeah, you should. Because I, I was trying to get on your flight. You should have tried to get on my flight. Yeah, I should have, honestly. Even though I was heading to New York. But. I don't know. I was just listening to my sister. Like She told me to book that one. And she told me everyone was leaving at that time. So I was like, all right, mm. no sense in staying later. Well, I myself. was. Yeah. But God had other plans for me. Because I think you were the only one that wasn't. No, Gabby had an earlier flight. Hers was yes. at like 7 a.m. And then Ooh. we were kind of afternoon. And then you were at night. I was night, yeah. But, but most, I think it was ideal. Yeah. Most people were on my flight. And then, yeah, there, like I said, there was one girl that was in the morning. But, yeah, I think we should have all been on your flight, even though I know you have your opinions about spirit. I have my but, opinions about spirit, but about the time, I have just nothing but positive Yeah, opinion. So, yeah, that's definitely one thing I would suggest is extending it a, li a little longer than what I did maybe what Katie did yeah for sure I think it would just give you a lot more time to unwind a little bit and just see more things that you wanted to see I did I I really got to experience so when I left it was literally like this is the perfect time to leave yeah that's really nice I'm yeah. a little jealous that you had more fun at my bachelorette party than I did <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> Right. um but yeah so that was that uh so I guess to continue the cons uh I feel like normally when we do these recommendations we're always just like we recommend it for everyone everyone can find something and maybe that's true but you know I think we were also kind of talking people who want something relaxing and chill and not drinking like if you want to have a sober you know, girls trip. I don't, I don't think it's the trip or even not a sober girls trip, but just like a, if you don't want to get blackout drunk every night and lose your mind, then this is probably not the trip. True. Yeah. True. Like it's, it's literally wasted city. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I do think that Tennessee as a whole can be a place for everyone, but not Nashville. But even like Tennessee is a place for everyone, but bachelorette parties specifically. Yeah. You know, even Nashville maybe can be a place for everyone because there is so many museums and cultural things you could do. Like you don't yeah. have to get drunk per se, but there's so many people, everyone's partying. You would just feel a little out of place if you were just for going sure. there to look at art. I mean, <sighs> it's just not that type of atmosphere. Yeah, definitely. So I guess that's, it's not a con for me, but I guess that's a con for people that are looking for something relaxing, maybe just 
take Nashville off your list. I don't, I don't think that's it for you. Yeah, definitely. And we'll, we'll talk about when you do New Orleans, but I feel like New Orleans just had like every morning, afternoon, night, it was just like a completely different trip because they had so much to offer. But I feel like Nashville is kind of the same. Yeah, you're going I mean, to Nashville. besides your museums, but still, yeah. if it's, you know, the party scene. Yeah, because I don't know. I just feel like if you're going to relax, can you find things in Nashville? Yeah, but I would definitely choose New Orleans or literally anywhere over Nashville if I was going to relax. Like For sure. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think one thing as a con for me, which I did briefly touch upon before, is there was just so many bachelorette parties that I just didn't feel special. Yeah. I, yeah. I could definitely see that because it's just everyone, like I said, everyone is having a bachelorette party. So, you know, somebody like Donato, when he went, just to even just get like, oh my gosh, like you don't really get that response because no. everyone's like, oh, obviously you're here for, you're getting married. Cool. Yeah. Like nobody cared. Yeah. Which was completely opposite than what I expected. I expected mm. everyone to be like, oh my God, you're getting married. Free shots, like all this. And it was not. Oh like yeah, that. that's true because you really can't get the, that many free accommodations because they'd have to give it to everybody. Yeah. Nobody cared. So yeah. Because yeah. yeah, if they give it to me, everyone has to have it. So I, that's one thing I feel about Nashville that was a little off-putting to me because it's supposed to be my special trip and I just didn't feel that special yeah I just kind of blended in with the crowd but I mean if you're one that doesn't like attention then maybe it's great for you but I don't know because I feel like I don't really like attention but I I feel like I don't like attention but I want to feel acknowledged and I feel Mm -hmm. like that's the important part where it's like Maybe you'll get attention, but you won't really be truly acknowledged for what you're doing. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Like, I want to really be like, wow, you're getting married. Like, congratulations. It's just going to be like, I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. There was really none of that in Nashville. No. No acknowledgement. No. Do you have no. any more cons? I think that's my. No, I mean, I'm not really a big partier. I had so much fun, but honestly, I don't know if I'd ever go again because I'm just not the type of person anymore to get blackout drunk or wasted, you know? I do feel the same way. Part of the reason I wanted to go to Nashville was because I never had that experience in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I did like to party in college, but I feel like oh, I'm me kind too. of- yeah. Yeah, but I'm kind of phasing myself out of that. And I'm I'm down for a good night here and there, but it's not, I'm not like I used to be. And I think it was a lot for me at times, just a little overwhelming. It's very overstimulating. It is, yes. It's just so much happening. It's just so much partying. It's just a lot. Like, you have to really be prepared to experience a lot of things. Yeah, I don't know if I would do that again. I think I'm kind of Nashville'd out. I mean, we could go back to Nashville and do more of the cultural things, but as for all the drinking things, I just think, yeah. I don't know, I'm, I think that's my limit. And I also feel like too, like, you know, Nashville's great for cultural things, but I just feel like if I'm going to spend money and do cultural things, I want a place that's like different. Like yeah. something I've never been to before, you know? I do. I mean, I do recommend a couple things in Nashville that you didn't do. I mean, we could talk about this more in the Christmas episode, but yes, the, definitely. the Opryland Hotel is spectacular. I want to do that. Yeah. I think that's, I, I think it's important for everyone to do, even though it's very, very pricey, but Maybe I'll go back when I'm a little bit older mm -hmm. and I'm kind of like, you know, like I know what I want to do. I mean, even if you wanted to just explore the Opryland Hotel, I I mean, personally, I stayed there twice and I think it was like definitely the coolest hotel I've ever stayed in. 
Wow. And I'd love to talk about it. They do amazing things for Christmas. So I I would go to Nashville just for that. Okay. Personally. So we should go one day in the future. We should. Yeah. When we have money. It's 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's definitely more of a quote unquote luxury hotel. Like you're not going to stay there if you're going on a budget. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like when we're older, like in our 30s, maybe even 40s, it'd be, you know, totally cool to do that. Yeah. Yeah. When I have a job. <laughs> when your job comes through with a paycheck when my job pays me yeah, yeah I did get my paycheck like two days after I complained on the podcast last time so wow congratulations they're listening I still haven't gotten <laughs> mine and it's the 19th so oh wow well. I mean when's it supposed to come 19th hopefully this week oh okay yeah I'm supposed to get my next week so I'll give them an early warning that I'm waiting for it <laughs> that's so funny but um yeah is there anything else that you want to add before we get to the trivia no I guess I want to get your opinion on this if you would recommend it for a bachelorette party yes and no yes I would recommend it just for a generic like yeah do your bachelorette party in Nashville sure but I also would say to people, I think it should be one of the options you consider because I think that there also could be many other cool options like New Orleans, honestly, is kind of more my speed for a bachelorette party. So yeah, like I said, just like a generic, yes, but maybe a more specific, like you should consider who you are, who you're bringing, what you want to do and mm-hmm. maybe really look into it. Yeah, that's my answer. Yeah, I guess for me, I I do feel a similar way. And looking back, I'm like trying to think to myself, if I could go back in time, would I do it again? Mm. And for me, it's also yes and no, because I don't like to regret experiences because we did have a good time and we did get experiences out of it. We have some funny stories and I don't like to regret any travel experience that I've had. But at the same time, I do think that after going to New Orleans, that is also more my speed. So I think I would recommend it to people, but you have to know thyself. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think it's for everyone. And looking back, I don't know if it was for me. I do think we had a good time, but that's just not me anymore. I agree. I mean, honestly, I have no regrets when it comes to your bachelorette party. Like I think at the time we all wanted to go. I think that if we didn't go, we would have been like, oh, what would Nashville have been like? I think it's just good to even get that data, that information to even have an answer for that. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm really glad that we went to Nashville for your bachelorette party just to experience it. Yeah, I'm glad everyone got to have that experience because most of my bridesmaids had never been to Nashville. I think just me, my sister and my cousin had gone to Nashville before, but everyone else never went. Yeah. So I think it was really nice to even give everyone else that experience because I know you really wanted to go. Yeah. Um. And my friend Jenny wanted to go. And I'm not sure how Maria felt about going, but I think I she like had she's a good down. Time. I yeah. feel like she's like just a down go with I the think flow she's just kind of girl. Down for everything. Yeah, she has like a very go with the flow attitude. And I think she yeah. had fun. Yeah. I think so. I think I we mean, all had fun. I mean, she's in college, so she's more in that phase of like going out and drinking than I am at this point. So I think it's oh, definitely sure. a place for those kind of people. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I I do think we all had fun. It was a very interesting trip, but I do think we all had fun. I would recommend it to people that like that kind of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. Yeah, I I guess I'd recommend it. It's a tricky question to answer, but I, I I think overall, yeah. I feel like that's our short answer. Is like we said, we would recommend it, but you got to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the synopsis of it. 
Yeah. Okay. Um. So I am excited. Should we get to the trivia question? Yeah, I think it's that time. All right. Okay. So I'll repeat the question again for you. The question was, in which country were fireworks invented? Okay. Um, fireworks. Uh, I'm going to say China. You got it right. And the reason I thought it, I was like, okay, I don't want to be too excited. But the reason I thought it was because <laughs> I'm thinking of like Chinese New Year and all the celebration and the, you know, the wildness. And I was like, I feel like they know how to throw a party. And I feel like when I think of like ancient China, this and that, like that's a while ago. And they were still, you know, having all these traditions. So I feel like that's why I chose it. Wow. So like you didn't know the answer to it before, but like, it was just like a random. I had no idea. No, wow. it's just because I just it occurred to me that they're they're very advanced society um, and they have a lot of traditions. So, well, I'm happy for you, but I'm sad for me. Wait, so that means I have a tally. Yeah, we have a tally now. Ah! You're officially one point for you, zero points for me, which is embarrassing because this is my podcast. <laughs> Wait, so but when you did this answer, you got China, too. Yeah, so I actually knew this before. I like um, someone just told me once, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" And then like I forgot it, and then I was looking online, and the question came up, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll do that one because she might know it, but she might not know it." So that's a good wow. one because it was like similar to yours last week. I love trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I hate trivia. <laughs> this whole game is my idea. Now I just want to scrap it. <laughs> that's so fun. Nope, nope. You owe me. What well, was no, it a drink? Or... No, I don't owe you a drink yet because we're doing the you tally will. at the end. Yeah, but you will. And didn't we say the season will be like 10 or so episodes? So you, you still have, you have five. time, but. Yeah, you still have five or so episodes to go. So. Okay. But let me give you some more information about that. This is. Yeah. From, <laughs> this is from bigfireworks.com. I'm <laughs> quoting this from them. They said in the Han dynasty, which is 206 to 220 BC, it is said that people would roast bamboo and produce a loud sound that was intended to disperse ghosts and apparitions. So there that's the origin of fireworks. That's what I figured that, you know, like I said, like they have the traditions It's a very ancient civilization. So I figured it, it had to be them. I'm so mad. <laughs> to I be fair, I also did teach um, social studies sixth grade and it was all about ancient civilizations, but I, I don't remember anything about fireworks that did not come up. Yeah, I but feel like that's it how I do know about ancient China. Okay, well, note to self next time, don't have any like no ancient China or well, the Tigris and Euphrates questions. Oh, trust I know all about Mesopotamia. You're, you're not getting any of that. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny, but I feel really good about myself now. Thank yeah, you. good for you. Thank you. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Julia, where can people find you? Okay. So, yeah, we're at the end of the episode. So, um, here's my spiel about where you could find me and all of that. So, if you want to find us on Instagram, it's at Runways and Byways. If you want to check out my blog, you could go to www.runwaysandbyways.com. And on runrisingbyways.com, we have some great features that Katie and I run together. So we'll give you travel recommendations, travel advice, and we'll even choose your destination for you if you're having a little trouble. So those are some great features that we offer on our website, and they're very reasonably priced in my opinion. And also, I just launched a freebie on my blog. So if you just give me your name and email address, I will give you a free 30-page budget travel planner. Wow. And 
Katie, I think I did show you the planner. I made a couple changes to it since, and I have posted it now. So if anyone wants to get on that, and it's a PDF, so you'll be able to download it. You'll get it in your email. And I'm really excited to share that with everyone because I worked hard. Yeah. And honestly, when I looked at it, I'm not just saying this, but it is something that I would definitely use. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I wanted to figure out because people are always asking me how I have no money, but I still travel anywhere because really I don't literally me though. Like my coworkers are like fifties and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just going to Hawaii. And they're like, how? (laughs) I don't get it. Well, number one, don't have kids. Number two. Yeah, that's true. Number two, I think a lot of it comes down to like, yeah, just strategic planning. And that's why I made this planner. So people would stop asking me questions, but mostly because I think this would really help people to sit down and look at their finances and just plan it out the way I plan things out. And because this is essentially what I do. I sit down and I use these similar, I never had these templates for myself, but this is what I would do on paper for myself to figure out where I can go, how I can afford it, and make any place I want to go work. This will be a game changer for us, too. I think it will. I think we should use it to plan our next trip. <gasps> and we could do, like, a um, a plan with me. Yeah, we should. Yeah. I think that'd be really fun. Ireland. I know. We still need to do that. I'm going. I don't care. Next summer. Not this summer, but next summer, 2024. We're Let's all. do it. Yeah. Yeah. I am so down. Yep. All, all right. right. Ooh, Jinx, you want me to go to? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Jinx, you want me a soda? <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so that's about all. And Katie, is there anything else you have to say about anything? No, I really enjoyed reminiscing about Nashville. It was really fun bringing back all the memories. So yeah, because you know I'm now, happy. now it was like five months ago, so it was nice to wow. talk about it again. Yeah, time kinda, is crazy. Kind of fell off my radar for a while. Yeah, right. Me too. Especially with the wedding coming up soon. <gasps> exciting. Yeah. So it makes it feel like it was actually when it should have been, like now. But <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. But yeah, yeah, that was really fun. All right. All right. Thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you next time on the next episode of the Runways and Byways Travel Podcast. Whether your plane is taking off from the runway or you're driving down a byway, we'll be your guides through it all.